Welcome to episode 115 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. In the last few weeks or so, I've been interviewed a lot about the future of education. Um, I guess when you say you're a self-proclaimed futurist, that's the questions people have most. And because I'm involved in the voice industry, and I believe it's going to have a huge impact, voice technology will have a huge impact on the future of education, it's made me really stop to think not just about voice technology, but about educational technology in general. So I came up with a few things that I feel like it is going to be a part of the education of the future. Um, some P's, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different uh, words that start with the letter P that I feel like um, the voice industry really needs to think about and educators really need to think about when using voice and plan for. There's a P I didn't put in there. So let's start with the future. I believe the future will be personalized education. And that doesn't mean that every student gets to study exactly what they want all the time or that a teacher has to make a lesson plan for every student in the room. But personalized means giving students a choice in that path, which leads me to the next P, which is participatory. Students will have a little bit of say, voice and choice. Uh, think of choice boards in where they want to go and what they wanted to want to do in their learning process. That's where the participatory comes in. Also, it's a give and take. Think of voice. They say something, the assistant says something back. I think the future, we're going to see education more portable. Um, the, thing, the way we learn is going to look very different. It doesn't have, have to happen in a classroom. And we know that because we are now pandemic-wise. And being pandemic-wise, educators and people creating for education know that there are certain things we need to start thinking about. How do we uh, do education in ways that it can be short blocks of instruction since it's not face-to-face? -face? So 10 minutes or less of instruction time, uh, and then that's interrupted with something else. That is pandemic-wise um, education of the future. So then you say, well, how do we get there? How do we create for that? And I think a lot of times in the past, technology has always been new and shiny, but we have to look at pedagogy driven. Um, think of it in terms of what are you trying to teach and back into that. So it's got, it can't be driven by the technology itself the pedagogy has to come first. We've got to be thinking about the learning itself. What is our ultimate outcome? And then creating for that ultimate outcome, not trying to fit a circle piece, a round piece into a square puzzle because this is the tech we have. It's creating tech that is purposeful, which is the next P purposeful in its use, not just something that we add on, not just something because it's the only way we can do it right now, but truly purposeful. 
in how we do it. So thinking about what is our ultimate mission, our goal in this lesson plan? What is our ultimate mission, our goal if we're creating voice applications? Is it just to entertain a child or is it truly to teach a child? And then break that down. Okay, so if it's truly to teach a child, what are the educational standards that this uh, possible voice application does. That's being purposeful in the path of teaching. So what does that mean? Um, I think that means that we need to have algorithms that make learning predictive, meaning that um, it knows next what is going to happen, meaning the device can um, predict based on how a student answers something, um, how they are going to do in the future. And that allows a teacher to use data to better help that student, which leads right back to that personalization that I mentioned in the beginning. And I also think that means it's got to be preemptive. And when I think of the word preemptive, I mean, it's got to recognize that there are potential gaps coming so that those gaps can be filled. So algorithms that not only give students the next thing to learn, but an algorithm that gives students the next thing to learn based on how that student is learning and what their student profile looks like. So maybe that's another P, a profile for each student. Then I would be remiss always if I didn't say that that leads to concerns. And the biggest concern is privacy. How does EdTech do the things that would most benefit a student, give us the data that we want, um, be purpose-driven, and personalize for that student and still be protecting their privacy, their personal privacy and their voice imprint and any personal identifiable information that they share. Um, so I think that means that really we've got to be looking at what is the persistent data that follows a student from beginning to end that can really impact them based on who has that data. So what I would say to you if you're a developer, uh, you need to have a business privacy plan that is very easy for students to see for parents to see, for teachers to see. If you are a voice app developer creating for children or students, you don't want to default to uh, students shouldn't use this without parents because that's easy. You need to create a privacy form that truly tells people what you're doing with the data that you're collecting. If you're not collecting data, say that because if you don't, as an educator, I can't assume that. So your privacy as a third part, your privacy um, plan as a third party developer is very important for educators who are out there looking for skills, actions, 
or capsules to use with their students. So it's imperative that you speak into the space of privacy, that you show that you're protecting the privacy of your users. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and I'm coming at you with predictive, personalized, participatory, portable, pandemic-wise, pedagogy-driven, purposeful, preemptive, privacy concerns, and persistent data. All things that need to be thought about on a regular basis anytime you're dealing with students. I hope you guys have an excellent Easter. I am so thankful for you, my listeners.